0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the afternoon news on 630 Chad, Edmonton's Breaking News and Conversation Station.
1: 205, another wonderful day in the neighborhood. It's uh Jay Lynn, Andrew Gross.
0: And uh, hey, you know, as I always like to say on Tuesday, you know the best thing about Tuesday? It's almost Wednesday. It isn't Monday. (laughs) Uh, And today is not National Anything Day, as far as I uh, can tell.
1: Oh, I didn't. Well, I didn't Google it.
0: Right. I'm usually on top of these sort of things, but uh, couldn't find a darn thing. So who knows if you happen to know what national day it is today, what we're celebrating. it, It is, of course, Taco Tuesday, though, which is a, you know, weekly event. Ooh, that'd be lovely for supper tonight, come to think of it. Taco Tuesday. Tacos and uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Hey, eh? how does that sound?
1: Is that stuff still all on?
0: Yeah, I'm very excited by it because it's on Mondays and Tuesdays. And the reason I'm excited is because the family clambers down to the rec room and I nap. It's fa- I don't know what it is about that show, but it's fabulous for sleep.
1: You You want to know what today is? Yeah, sure. National Spumoni Day.
0: Oh, is there a card for that? What you <laughs> Do know? You what, know what spumoni is? I don't.
1: It's ice cream. Oh, okay. It's like Italian, like green oh, pistachio sure. yeah, type of no, ice cream. Yeah.
0: Fabulous. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm.
0: All right. Well. Happy... Sp-
1: oh, actually, that's just... Uh, that's American. In Canada, it's actually November 13th. <laughs> oh, my cel- goodness.
0: Wait, what? Oh. We celebrate... Spleno- what was it? Spumoni. Spumoni Day differently than the United States. Yes, well, that's fine.
1: Different days. That happens often, right?
0: We've got, a, we've got a good show for you today, I think, hey? Yes. 2.35. Read this article the other day about this Uber-like service for marijuana once uh, marijuana becomes legal. we're going to have chanel graham the ceo of save the drive
1: so, so it's delivery to your door delivery yeah. for your pot
0: which is you know done now with cannabis. alcohol right cannabis right it's done now with alcohol hmm. but the rules are slightly different for
1: aglc saying yeah uh, uh, uh. yeah they're
0: saying canada post is the only authorized that's right distributor so we'll see about that when we talk to uh, chanel and then uh, we were talking yesterday about the cost of uh Back to school supplies, and I think the figure was something ridiculous, like sixty-nine percent of parents thinking uh, that it was too expensive or that it caused them financial burden. And uh, while well, we uh, we had Courtney Powell reach out, she's the founder of he, he sorry is the founder of Elevated Enviro, which uh, may save you a lot of bucks when we have that conversation about how to save some money and share the responsibility for school supplies. So that should help parents yeah, out very timely
1: interesting story to go along with it it's a it's a personal story it says he uh, grew up things were tough and then we're always looking um things yeah back to school was a tough time for him and his mom do you so, know it's funny yeah. because
0: i don't want to use up the time we have with him to talk about this but it is sort of funny because i got thinking after our conversation yesterday and we had a great call from a listener talking about having a number of children and how you can always put together you know school supplies right And somehow that's changed over the years where we don't do that with anything anymore. I'm the youngest of five. I didn't get a new pair of pants or a shirt that was just mine until I was probably 15 or 16. Hand-me-downs, yeah. Yeah, always. And usually patched.
1: Well, I think one of the things, too, is that uh, there's not as many families having... Big families anymore mm, that's true as well you know and you think he, there was what five five, five yeah. of you um you know I was the there was only two of us in my family, and my brother wasn't wearing my stuff, so
0: well yeah, my <laughs> sister didn't pass anything down, thankfully, yeah. but the rest of us did my mom would oftentimes buy sort of the average like she would uh you know Jim liked a certain kind of jean and Doug liked a certain kind of jean and i you know, would have just really appreciated new jeans, that kind of thing. So she just averaged that and didn't get anybody what they wanted. Like, it was Lee, Levi, okay, great, here's a pair of Wranglers. And I I would look at my brother...
1: Hey, nothing matter with a pair of Wranglers. No,
0: it's true. But you would look at, you know, your brother's clothes when he got them new and think, huh? That should be nice. That'll be mine, one day. (laughs) It's the only inheritance have, I got. Uh, patches on them? Yeah, but my mom was the king of patching. I mean, she was really good. She darned socks. She patched... Yeah, yeah. You know, it was always the elbows and the knees, right? And these days, you pay to have no elbows or knees and clothes, but she wouldn't just sticker or iron a patch on the outside mm-hmm. that wasn't her style right so she would like put the patch on the inside turn the pants inside out put the patch on the inside so the only exposed part was the actual little rip or tear mm-hmm. and then she would sew very carefully all the way around all the way around to make sure the patch didn't come off
1: I can remember um, back to school shopping when I was in high school and now we're probably thinking grade 11 grade 12 around this time and um, my my parents and you know the money that I had saved for my summer jobs would be like no I'm gonna go buy my own Stuff. I don't need your help. I'm going to go buy my own stuff. And I ended up with two outfits, and that's it. Because I think at the time I went to... I, Le Chateau, I think, was just new at that time, and it was really funky and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But I can remember buying a pair of um, almost like satin pants, like baggy satin pants. Again, this was the 80s. <laughs> got to remember, this is like 1987 or so. Yeah. And, and a top to go with it and one dress. Really And that's all I had because I spent all my money on, on that. But I loved them. I absolutely loved them. But I don't know what the heck I wore for the rest of the year.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think what I wore. A lot of we got a lot of matching stuff. Like, you know, if like I say, we get passed down, then my mother would so replace had red cardigans. Well, we had like I can remember a red and blue polo shirt, like striped, mm-hmm. right? And Jim, Doug, and I all had those. But how it worked was. Uh, I got Doug's, Doug got Jim's, Jim's got Bob's. And then they sort of like made there was, so by the time I got it, it was really faded, but it still matched the other guys, right? <laughs> but I do remember the day my dad, and it would have been maybe graduation from high school, possibly, where, you know, you come home and you just say, well, look, everybody's wearing a suit. Then I don't own a suit. Like to that point, again, I had my older brother's jacket, suit jacket you know, and a pair of dress pants or something also passed down. I do remember my dad going to buy me a suit and the guilt, the overwhelming guilt that he was spending 150 bucks on a suit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was good about it, but I I just thought, Oh, this is stupid. Like I'm never going to wear this suit other than graduation. And I ripped it on graduation. Did you really? Ripped the knee. Yeah. At which point my mom lectured my dad. No, I just fell down.
1: (laughs) From his high school graduation. Yeah. Okay.
0: It was at the party afterwards. My mom told me to come home, take the suit off and change. And I thought it would be cooler to walk around in a suit Mm. at a party on the North Shore at the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And it it happened exactly the way you think it happened. (laughs) (laughs) At which point I was going to say, my mother lectured my dad Mm. to say that when you buy a suit, you always buy two pairs of pants. It's another one of those tips that my mom...
1: So was that prom for you?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Prom was on the beach?
0: Well, no, the after party was on the beach. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My dress for prom was so beautiful.
0: Who was your date?
1: Mm.
0: Oh. Hmm.
1: Cliff Hendricks.
0: Oh, there you go. Vicky Johnston.
1: Cliff Hendricks. Broke my heart about
0: a year later. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It was
1: that. grade 13. I mean, this is grade 13 prom, too. Right. right?
0: Honestly, so. I think I broke Vicky's heart.
1: Oh, I heard that about you. Well, I'm, I'm not it's a heartbreaker, heartbreaker at all. I'm not, at all.
0: <laughs> Uh, Actually, I got thinking about it on the way here, funnily enough, to work today because of the fires in B.C. Mm -hmm. I went away to university. She was still in high school. So I was in, Mm -hmm. you know, year one when she was in grade 12. Then she went to UPEI and I continued at Dalhousie. And so it was a long distance relationship that her parents kept encouraging her to To, take a break from because it's not healthy. And she's being tied up with this guy who's never around. And then we got all the way through to whatever the end of my second year. And I went home and told her, oh, by the way, I'm going to Alberta to fight forest fires for the summer. And so she had waited, what, six or seven months oh. for me to come you home. You wasted all sorts of her time. I did. And especially in a very critical year for her. She if, didn't want anyone else to have her. Right. And as a dad, I would never allow it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But as a a young man, I thought it was a good idea.
1: Ah, high school. Hi. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on, Jed.
0: What's uh, 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 uh. oh, that Oilers Now thing where they always yeah. change the settings on the phone.
1: Hi, Jed. How are you? Hey, Andrew. I can just see the parents high-fiving each other. He's going to Alberta. Yeah.
0: Do you know, I think they were, to be honest with you. I've, I've <laughs> since run into her dad years later, and he a nice enough guy, and he liked me, but he was sort of one of those, you know, like, hey, you're a nice guy. You're just not the right guy for my daughter. Hey, listen, I used to do, I'll never forget, first day, grade twelve. Good old mama bear's not around anymore, so she can't, she's very, she's me.
1: Cords and hush puppy. Oh. Oh, my you God. Remember like those
0: cords? No, oh, cords and hush puppy. Oh, they yeah. made a noise Horses. as you swished yeah. into the school.
1: Oh, yeah. We're talking, uh, we're talking uh, in the 70s. Yeah. And she bought
0: this, you know, grade 12, you're going to go to school, you're going to be all dressed up. Well, let's just say a couple of weeks of wearing them. The cords were short cords. Yeah. And then shoes. Well, that's the thing about cords. You really couldn't turn them into shorts because it looked odd, right? But if you had big thighs like I do, like I played football, Rub together they rubbed and together and they were ruined within weeks. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And you're the corniest looking pants. Oh, I know. Like, you what about you those, wear them nowadays. What about those, yeah. remember those penny Ooh. shoes where you, they had a little thing in the penny front? Penny loafers, yeah. Penny loafers. And you, Oofers, yeah. Remember those?
1: You were supposed to put a penny yeah. in them? I had a pair of green ones. Really? Oh, I had green I have- ones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, G-Lane? Hi, Jed. Old, only in Thunder Bay. eh? I wasn't. That wasn't Thunder Bay. That was Ste. Marie.
0: <laughs> no, no, <no>. Green shoes, <laughs> and pretty much Severs. the
1: same thing. Thanks for the call, <laughs> Jed. Thanks, guys. Take, Take it sure. easy. I remember wearing, you know, having uh, cords, but cords for me were grade one, two, three. That mm-hmm. sort of that sort of age. Yeah, my my thighs didn't destroy them near as much as <laughs> when he got older. Well,
0: you know, I got very lucky, and many. You know, are in the same category where a certain fashion trend happened to sweep through at the right time where it was trendy to wear something that was comfortable mm-hmm. and, you know, like like cover pants. Co- remember, remember the coveralls, the jean oh, I coveralls, do, you wore one, down? one one strap down, yeah. little brass yeah. uh, clips to clip them together. Those were comfortable as all get oh, out. Yeah. And that happened to be the style when I was in, like, grade 12, so it was, like, perfect.
1: And in winter, you had your cougar boots on? Did you ever wear cougar boots? Wore moccasins
0: boots? through most of my... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That was a big thing in Manitoba. You wore moccasins. Yeah. They were slippery as all get-out. Oh, yeah. Great for tugging, you know, for holding onto a bus. To the bus. back of the... Yeah. You know.
1: See, so we did cougar boots, and you had made sure you had to have the 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 tongue all bent right over, because the cougar boots were kind of a brownie beige, and um, I kind of had that uh, brown rope uh, tie up, but the inside was a bright red. Oh, really? So you kind of yeah, put your jeans in there, and then the, the, the tongue of the boot would hang out and open.
0: See, it is funny. <laughs> in uh, excuse me, in it's that smoke still, in in Winnipeg. It was moccasins that you wore, like I say, and you did them, they went right up your leg, right? Mm-hmm. So you had a long string you tied them up with. When we moved to the Maritimes, when we moved to Toronto, moccasins were out, right? And and I don't remember what we wore in Toronto. I wasn't there for very long. And so in anticipation of moving to the Maritimes, I was like, oh, listen, I, I'm not wearing whatever Torontonians wear, because I'm not going to get mocked a second time in a row for having the wrong footwear, because everyone seems to notice it. So my mother, and it made sense at the time, was like, well, you know what they wear in the Maritimes is rubber boots.
1: I was going to say, rubber boots. Yeah.
0: Well, I was the only kid in rubber (laughs) boots because they don't wear rubber (laughs) boots in the Maritimes. I mean, they might if it was appropriate, (laughs) but what they wear is work boots. So everybody wears, and I'm sure it's changed now, but everybody wears work boots. Nobody's working, but they all, they got the boots.
1: See, high, high school in the 80s, so you were working in Sault Ste. Marie in the 80s you were working you were living in the apartment by my high school
0: for years for
1: years so but that was mainly again that was there was different there was the preppies It was, it was a, it was a breakfast, it was uh, a breakfast club. It was pretty in pink. That was my high school. So you had, you had the preppies, you had the Richies, you had the rockers, you had the ones that, you know, the Grace Jones haircuts, that, that's what it was. Um, There was a lot of just, you know, faded, the acid wash jeans and sneakers for the guys. Right. Girls would, you know, the skin tight jeans or, you know, sometimes were really quite dressy. I, I got dressed up uh, a lot. I, I. I was a little fancy when I went to high school for some reason. Oh, you
0: were you were fancy back in high school. I was fancy, yeah.
1: No, I I like to dress up. I like to look nice, and I would wear skirts or dresses or you know that sort of thing. But yeah, pretty in pink. Was my high school. That was pretty much how it hit. It, it broke down.
0: So when we just I
1: missed Andrew Dice Clay at the front doors of the high school.
0: <laughs> During that same period of time, when I would have been in St. Marie working, and you were going to high school, yeah. which is so weird that we're that different in age. My big thing, because I just joined the business world. The big thing then was bright colored shirts and a matching puff, <laughs> and in. in in that era, you wore like a red tie, and a red mm. puff, if you were going to wear a white shirt, because you wanted to demonstrate how Bay Street business you were. That's and so blue, blue suit, red tie, red yeah. puff, right? But uh, if you wanted to go out and dress up, then it was like pink, bright yellow. Well,
1: that was Miami Vice, though. Do you remember yes, that? It exactly. was Miami Vice. That was all the neon yellows right. and the pale greens and the sherbet That's colors. when yes. it was
0: first, you know, you don't wear shirt tie at all. You wear a, li- a t-shirt, t-shirt that's really brightly colored uh, with the suit. So I went through that whole era. My,
1: my brother's grade eight picture, he has a white suit on. White, white, a white suit on wow. with a um, like a light green shirt and a yellow belt. <laughs> hey, do you remember? It was white like belts? completely Miami Vice. Do you remember
0: when white belts? They were called mod belts. So that I don't remember that. No. Yeah, they were really tall, like like not thick, but you know, really wide. I okay. guess. And they would have a whole lot of uh, brass holes in them, and. I mean, nowadays you see them, but it's, you know, like... Well, that I,
1: was kind of what the, the punk rock kids wore,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, but way before them, it was like everybody wanted a mod belt. So that would be so many years ago now. That's when you wore, you know, tie-dye and multicolored pants and all that kind of stuff. clown wear, my mom used to call it. But everybody wanted mm. it. I grew, what kind of a kid... You know how little I care about fashion. I yeah. really... Look yeah, at yeah. me. But I really wanted a mod belt and never got one. My mother said it would lead to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. She didn't call it a gateway thing, but she that's what she meant. You start wearing that stuff, the next thing you know.
1: You're listening be, to that rock and roll yeah, music. I'm
0: smoking the Genji. <laughs> the marijuana?
1: Just Satan's lettuce. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Oh, a quick walk down memory lane this afternoon. Totally unexpected. We thank you for it. Someone said, what about snoot boots? Do you remember them? Uh, love the look of those boots. Still uh, like them.
0: Yeah, what did I say? Moon boots my and girlfriend jeans. always wore.
1: And I said jelly shoes.
0: Which I'd never heard of. Yeah,
1: we wore them a lot kind of in the in the 80s. But uh, some of your texts coming in. Uh, Attended my five-year high school reunion trying to look like Don Johnson. I was such a loser back then.
0: <laughs> Zip-up leather ties, uh-huh. mullets, and rugby pants, you
1: Absolutely, bet. Uh, Chip and pepper wear. Yes. Do you remember chip and yeah. bum equipment wear? Uh, growing up in England and attending school in the 80s in London, the trend was a style of mod, like the music scene, the jam style council, and wearing expensive golfing attire, <laughs> Pringle sweaters, and stay-pressed pants so everyone looked like 40-year-old golfers walking around the school hallways. <laughs> That's
0: hilarious. <laughs>
1: Um. Didn't matter what I wore; it led to pot. My dad was right. It was my long hair. <laughs> my
0: mom uh, bought me pants that had
1: patches sewn mm-hmm. in from new. Really, it was
0: like cardboard pants until they wore in. I think they were called tough skins.
1: Oh yeah. Brian's on the phone. Hey Brian. Uh, in the seventies, I like your show, guys. Oh, thanks Thank for listening, you. Brian. Uh, those tall boots that zippered up the side, the flares. If you had the wider flares, the better. Than those nylon shirts that you could only wear once. You sweat it like crazy in those backpacks. Yeah, I remember what those a shirts. Great look, though. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. bright colors, and those boots are so tall, and you. You know, spraying your ankles every second day or something? Yeah, welcome yeah. to our world.
0: <laughs> well, do you remember the first time, like, you had skinny jeans, mm. and you realized what an effort it was to get them over cowboy boots? Like, they, they just... Oh, yeah. The first time work. you try, it, you're like, oh, wait a sec, my boots... So you had to sort of fold the boots in a little to try and make yeah, them Yeah, but then it just didn't fit. look right,
1: because it was too right. tight around the bottom.
0: Yeah. Skinny jeans are still a thing, aren't they? Sure. I think I might be wearing them right now, to be honest with you. I, and now I hand me down to myself.
1: Thanks for the call, Brian. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, skinny jeans to me are just the ones oh. I've grown.
0: Nero shirts and jackets. Remember Nero jackets? They didn't have a yeah. collar. They The oh, collar yes. was just this tiny little yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure where that came from, but maybe the Beatles or I don't know.
1: I used to call them Mandarin collars. Oh? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Wide leg jeans, oh yeah, and bib overalls. Sure, Ken, we were talking about bib overalls, but I forgot about wide leg jeans, that's right. And the wider, the better. And the flares, of course, do you remember the flare jeans? Some people had ridiculously wide flare jeans. Remember that?
1: Yeah, that was a little bit before me, but I remember seeing pictures of them. I had a
0: pair of wide flare jeans, and down both sides was a white stripe with maple leaves all the way down. I loved those pants.
1: Those sound pretty cool. Hey, Frank. Yeah. I have about uh, 30 seconds. What's on your mind? Okay,
0: so I had the coolest shirt that I got from my brother as a hand-me-down, and it had sort of a neon color, and it was a dragon on the front. Well, the dragon went all the way around, and then there was uh, flares, like the sleeves were just flared really wide, <laughs> and then I had these huge four-inch shoes
1: that were pods like that oh down yeah the i the want platform that shoes right? remember the yeah.
0: platform shoes yeah, yeah i forgot about yeah, those platform <laughs> shoes. yeah with the big that's round that's toes they weren't pointy toes right me. yeah Would totally remember that
1: but you look great frank you are oh, yeah. like just a uh, style fashion right there that's- love it Thanks you know? for the call, Frank. Thank Thanks you for your for text. The call. At 630, 6.30, a quick break here for the two thirty news. When we come back, Chanel Graham, the CEO of Save the Drive, will be joining us talking about this um, Uber-like service for cannabis delivery that she's hoping to start once uh, cannabis is legal in less than two months. Stick around.
0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.